I'm Chef Joya, and I'm all over social media platforms known for making the vegan versions of your favorite soul food and African and Caribbean dishes so good that they rival the originals. But on this podcast, I'm sharing the stories behind the magic from my very own vegan journey and celebrity stories to topics I care deeply about like food injustice, family, and life as an influencer. So grab a seat, cozy up, and let's get into it. Hey guys, it's your girl, Chef Joya, and I'm super excited. This is my very first podcast, okay? This is Plain Girl Magic, episode one, and we're going to be talking about my vegan journey. And this is just going to, I'm just going to blab. We're just going to talk and you're going to get to know a little bit about me. I already feel like so many people know me, but there's so many people in the world that do not know about me. And if you don't know about me, you're getting ready to learn a lot about me. So first off, let me just point this out real quick. See, I've been trying to keep up with the trends, and this is all a part of my vegan journey. Um, I've been a makeup artist for professionally for whew, 16 years. And so, you know, you got to keep up with the trends. Things are forever evolving. Um, but now that I'm in front of these lights, this ain't it. This is not... Who, who told people to do this? You see, it looks real good on TikTok <laughs> and on the internet. But baby, putting this white under my eyes is not what's up. Now, if I take a really nice picture... That'll be the bomb, but this ain't that, all right? So y'all ain't even got to point that out. I'm going to point that out for y'all because I'm in these lights like, mm-mm. So we're going to hold this face just like that, and let's go ahead and get started on my vegan journey. Um, So it's just really simple of who I am. I am a Joya Courtney, a.k.a. Chef Joya. I am known as the queen of transitioning people over to the vegan side. Uh, don't get used to this uniform either. I just happen to have something very interesting that I hope I'm able to share with you all really soon that I had to put on my chef coat for, and so I decided just to leave it on. Um, so don't get used to it because you're going to get the t-shirts and the tank tops and the crop tops and all that. I'm kind of like the cool auntie at in everybody's family. So back to me, I am a <laughs> vegan chef. So my role to being a vegan chef is really quite easy. And it's, it's not one that I thought I would even be doing. I actually had no interest in being a vegan chef. Um, I became vegan um, at the age of seven years old. So that's about 31 years ago. And my mom and them, it felt like they literally just came in one day in the house and were like, okay, we're not eating any meat anymore. We already didn't eat pork or beef. Uh, so I had never had that in my life, but we had turkey, um, fish and chicken. Cause I remember being in the kitchen, like folding chicken legs with my grandmother. She used to like boil the chicken with salt and pepper or like have baked chicken, things of that nature. And then she will always like fry fish. So I would spend a lot of time in the kitchen with my grandmother. Cause it was just kind of like my one-on-one time because I had plenty of siblings. So it was kind of like getting where you fit in. And my parents was always in the community doing different things. So I spent a lot of alone time with my grandmother in the kitchen. When my mom and them came and did that, I'm gonna tell you the truth. I don't even know my mom. No, I don't even know if my mom knows this, but my mom, my grandma was still cooking chicken. Like she was still cooking stuff, so we were still kind of eating it, right? <laughs> oh lord! So I still became vegan at seven, but I was sneaking up until I couldn't sneak it no more, right? So my mom became had this rule like if y'all want to eat me, y'all can eat me. You're just not gonna eat inside the house or whatever. So you know we kind of like did that. And there was one point where I actually got sick. I went to like this cookout and I, I don't know what possessed me to go to someone else's grill 
and get a brat. I had never had a brat before. I never had pork. So with all that being said, I don't know what was on that grill, but whatever it was, it caused me to have a big allergic reaction. And my parents thought I was like playing. And I'm like, I'm literally over here dying. Like I'm literally dying. I'm getting ready to like fall out. I'm hiving up. So they had to rush me to the hospital. And the doctor's looking at my mom and I'm crazy. And because my mom was just so calm and collected, it was like, yo, her throat was closing up. She's like, she literally was about to die. And my mom was like, oh, I didn't know. And I was just like, yo, you thought I was playing this whole time. So it was really kind of weird. So after that, I did not touch any type of meat. You couldn't get me to eat anything. Um, and up until I was about, I would say 14 is when I started trying to like sneak meat and things like that again. And I think it was so different for us because all the products that's out here now it definitely was not out um, back then. We had like these little Boca burgers and these little rubber patties. We had something called like Wham. Um, one of my favorite things we used to have is like these... Um, scallops but they would come in this can oh my gosh they were so good and then we would have like these big old hot dogs that came in the can everything came in the can it either came in the can or you had to mix it with some water to make it be what it be and so those were like so much of our foods and then like we'll have to go to the asian market to get foods um or like even when we went out to eat like my parents would go to like an asian store somewhere india or ethiopia restaurants used to be my favorite restaurants to go to and that's partly reason why it's still one of my favorite uh cuisines now because that's what i grew up with so you know how a lot of times if you think about it a lot of your favorite foods are the things that you love when you were younger right Unless you're like an extremely picky eater and your palate change and things of that nature. But it's those things that remind you of home, remind you of childhood and all that good stuff. And that's partly of how I cook, but we'll get into all that. So like being back to being 14 and all that good stuff, I would literally, I had a friend named Shamila, right? And she lived one block down. I had another friend named Kenya live the other block down. Um, my friend Mayna at the time, she lived across the street, but she was vegan too. So there was no sneaky food that way. But their moms would cook all the time and they would have so much meat. And I did not realize people had all this meat in their house, right? I had never seen that before. So like for Shamila, I would like like sneak like steaks. That was my first time I heard of like a Salisbury steak and all that. I just thought that was like the best thing ever. So I would go down there at her house and she would cook the food for me and same way at Kenya's house. So that would be my way of sneaking meat. Now my brother, on the other hand, he used to go to this place called Judy Red Hots and he would go ahead and sneak sandwiches and then he'll pay my grandma like $2 for her not to tell. <laughs> why he ate the meat and all that good stuff so we went through some things just to not be vegan okay after that i would say i was sneaking here and there but then when i got out on my own i moved out when i was 18 and i had my own children i just full-fledged stopped being vegan so i i ate everything and um even over the years i will continue to eat different things i used to love watching the food network so i will try so many different recipes and things that i will see on there and that's actually where i found like another love Another layer of love for cooking is by watching um, TV shows. And um, fast forward, let's just say moving down to North Carolina, because uh, my mom didn't come over to my house much in um, Milwaukee. But when I moved down to North Carolina, and that's been like almost 11 years, uh, when she would come down, I knew that she would always be at my home. So I had to cook vegan foods. And I would incorporate vegan foods here and there in my children's diet. But when my parents would come, we would pretty much would do vegan for the whole time that they were here. And I still remember... 
how to cook those foods. And I did it very, very well because I had ended up becoming a really great cook being at home. Um, I always was like the entertainer, entertaining house. So everybody will always come over. And so everybody knew they were going to get good food. Like come to Chef Joya house, you're going to have the best food you have. Right. So we would do that. And then the gatherings will be at my house and I just start creating all these different dishes. And I even shocked my mom because for a while we was like, she was kind of like baffled, like where's all this coming from? So then we would start doing like family challenges. We'll play like chopped at home, mystery basket, things like that. And I would lose. I don't know what is up with me. Like, I was like, how was I losing? And I was like, literally like the best cook. So I really feel like they were trying to cheat me because they knew how great I was. So they wanted to keep me humble. So they didn't let me win. <laughs> But we would have those competitions and things like that. So fast forward. So all this time, especially living in North Carolina, I moved down here because I wanted my sons to have like a better life. Milwaukee was pretty rough. And I I was a makeup artist as well. So I would do like um, promotional gigs here and there with modeling because I was a promo model that I also... Um, they like makeup arts for short films, corporate videos, things of that nature. So I was really, really, really involved in that. And I did that for so many years. And I actually took a promo gig doing some modeling for a grocery store brand here in Charlotte, North Carolina. And that's when I was on uh, a program where I met these chefs. And when I met these chefs, I was like, oh, wow, that's like celebrity chef. There was a a chef that had a restaurant, there was restaurateurs, there was a personal chef, which I had never heard of a personal chef, first of all. I heard of private chefs, but I've never heard of personal chef. And so I kind of like, I was paying attention. So what I would do, guys, I would literally, like I was supposed to be like on the outside, but I'm like, oh no, I'll wash the dishes. And anybody knows me, I don't wash dishes, but I wash the dishes. I went, oh, let me chop that up for you. Oh, let me, oh, what's this? And I would do anything just to get close to ask them what it was they were doing, you know? So I got close to the chefs like that. And then I was like, oh yeah, I could do X, Y, and Z. I was like, I think this is something that I think I want to do. And they were so supportive. They were like, go for it, do it. You got this. You know, um, one of them was at the time. The other one, she just completely ignored me, but we're going to say that for another podcast because we're actually going to have her on the podcast. Okay. Um, but she, she, you know, I know now that so many people come at you with mentor me, mentor me, help me. And they don't have that same drive and passion you have. And it's a lot of energy to put that into someone when you know where your driving energy is and it's like they can't match it. So it kind of, to me, it feels like the energy can be, you know, wasted or something like that. That's how I, I feel, honestly. Um, until you show me something different and I'm like, boom, shakalaka. <laughs> Y'all listen, this I literally want to go get a paper towel and take this off because this is bothering me. All right. But listen, journey to joy. So we're going to stick with it. Poop poppy. I gave her one of the chefs and she's like, she's going vegan and she's had some of the best vegan food um, at this one place. Now, at this point, we have been working together for a couple of years and I actually started my personal chef journey. So I start off meal prepping. Actually, before that, I was like the girl at the gas station, not the gas station, Lord. I had a couple friends that were barbers. So I would go to their barber shops. I would sell like little dinners here and there. And that really wasn't my stilo. I did that like for a month or two, but I really wasn't feeling that because I, I did so 
um, so much more elevated and gourmet food. I was like, nah, this ain't my type of style. Like, this ain't for me. This ain't for me. So after that, I started doing like meal prepping and I would like post videos on Facebook and I would go live on Facebook and do cooking classes. So I had my meal prep service and all that stuff going. And the chef had said that she was going to um, she was going vegan for some health reasons, this, that, and the third. And she had the most amazing vegan food and she named the location. I was like, no, ma'am. I was, and this was Charlotte 2018, I believe it happened. I was like, no, ma'am. And she was like, oh, if you think you could do better, you're like, and she said, just like that. She's like, if you think you can do better? Uh, let's see what you can do. I was like, okay, I got you. So I was like, I'll be back over tomorrow. I made a raw lasagna, which is like, the best thing you ever had. Um, I got to remember the details of how I did it, but I, I swear love and passion and to show her that I, I got what it takes really made that lasagna what it was because it was phenomenal. Um, so I made the raw lasagna. I made um, jerk chicken. I made um, candy yams. I believe I did some greens. And I want to say I did a curry. All right. Hold that thought. Let's take a little wine break. Yes, Chef Joy does drink wine with ice and club soda in it. If you didn't know, now you know. Something else to learn about me. Hold on. After she tasted it, she was mind blown. She didn't she didn't know what satan was at the time, so I had made some satan. And she was like, oh my gosh, this is pulling apart just like chicken, blah, 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 blah. So she was raining, raving. She was like, this is what you need to do. You need to be a vegan chef. And I was like, I don't want to be a vegan chef. And she was like, no, you need to be a vegan chef. And we would go back and forth. And I was like, I'm not about to be put in nobody's box. Like, you know, I was like, I had a real attitude. I was crying. I was upset because I knew that I wanted to be like this Michelin star chef. I wanted to be work with gas. I can't even say the word gastronomic, gastronomectomy, whatever, the cute stuff. I don't know how to say a lot of words, but I know how to do it. Right. Anyways. So. I wanted to do that with my chefing. I didn't want to be a vegan chef. But um, what ended up happening is I started working with her and then I had other clients. I said, hey, you know what? If other people think like that's some of the best vegan food, let me challenge everyone else to be vegan. Let me show them what great vegan food tastes like. And so I literally went online and I said, hey, let's do a vegan for 30 challenge. I made t-shirts so people could help support it. And I would give out a meal plan. Not only did I give a meal plan out for seven days a week for a month, which was breakfast, lunch, and dinner, but I actually gave recipes. I gave out full recipes for free. Like seriously, they, I mean, and it wasn't like poop butt recipes. It was like, like, oh my gosh. So I went ahead and did the vegan for 30. And after that, I just stayed with it. It was just, I had times here and there. I wasn't quite sure if I was going to, you know, do it, but it, it really ended up taking on a world of its own, right? And then I also did like um, a mac and cheese contest, which put me in the world of the, the vegan world. So, and I did not know mac and cheese would change your life. I've said this so many times, like had I not did that mac and cheese contest, I'm not sure how my career path would have went. I'm pretty sure I still would have been Chef Joya and have the credentials that I have now. But that, that was just like the perfect example of being at the right place at the right time because literally I actually entered the contest um, on the very last day. And that's because I, my mom was on Facebook and she was like, have you seen this? And it was like a Charlotte Macdown and we entered it. I got on it. I came and I won. And so 
that's a whole nother story. But I, I when y'all, I went up there, I showed up and showed out. And it was like super exciting because it's like, where does black girl come from? Like, you know, not saying that black vegans don't exist because we know they do. You know, I was clearly a young black vegan. But back then there was not a lot of black vegan chefs on the scene. Like since then, Charlotte Market has grown a lot. But no, it was not. Um, I'm not sure you know, if they were, they were hiding. I don't know where they were because I didn't see them. But yeah, it was it was amazing. And like from there, it was like I would do pop-ups at the barn. And I still have my private clients that I work with, but I kind of start doing like all these different pop-ups. So it just started to evolve into something more. Um, even with it being on Instagram, like I was tagging the video, wine break. I feel like I just had one, but I mean... So my popularity on social media continued to grow. And then I was tagging things for like radio stations. So that's just pretty much how it was. Like I would pop up, the radio station acknowledged me, and the other people would find me. And it was like, I became that go-to person uh, for vegan food. And I was doing things that people weren't doing. So you didn't see a lot of vegan meatloaves, fried chicken, ribs, all that. And that actually tastes good. Not only did my food look good, smell good, but it actually tastes good. It actually tastes like those things that you once had when you weren't vegan. And so I became, you know, the queen of transitioning. And then I also knew I wanted to do like these tastings, right? Where I wanted to show elevated food because I broke the market in with my vegan soul food. But I wanted people to show the, I wanted to show people how I could make elevated cuisine. So I would start doing like these tasting dinners where people will sit down or come stand up and I'll rent out different Airbnbs, things in the nature, because I always wanted to be like homey. So it was always an amazing time. And I always had it in my mind that I wanted people to create memories through food, right? Because like I said in the beginning, like nostalgic feelings, those childhood feelings, those things that make you feel good is what attach you to um, your foods, right? So like the tastings I would do, the sit down dinners I would do will create good memories. And my mentor said it best. And this is one of the things I try to keep in mind too. It's like when you come into my events, there's going to be a lot of people you don't know, right? So she would say, come as strangers, believe as friends. And that happened every time, literally every time that I had an event. And so that is how I became Chef Joya. Um, you know, as far as my journey of working with different celebrity clientele, that is going to be on another podcast. I mean, but honestly, it's all evolved just for somebody telling somebody, somebody sharing something, somebody liking something, somebody telling a friend to tell a friend. So when we say, or you hear other content creators, and I'm not only just a content creator, like I'm a chef, I'm an artist, like I'm passionate about what I do. But when we say like, share, subscribe, tell a friend, we absolutely mean that because all of the content and all the information that we are, you know, giving out. And it's like sharing it with just that one person can change the entire world. All right. So there's going to be so much more to talk about on these podcasts. Like I said, this is my very first one. I'm just warming up to y'all because I know there's going to be people in here that have never heard me speak before. But you're going to get to learn me. You're going to learn me real well. It's going to be like easy peasy. We're also going to do this live eventually so we can have live communications, come back for playback, all that, because I love interacting with you all. I love to hear what you think. And if there's a topic that you want me to talk about, if there's things you want me to talk about, feel free to let me know. This is an all-inclusive space. Um, 
I'll tell you right now, half of the people that follow me is not even vegan. And I absolutely love that. I don't do judgments. I don't play that judgments. I don't let my vegan um, followers, and I don't like to call people followers, call call joy birds. Um, I don't let anyone make anyone feel bad for any type of lifestyle that they have as far as their diet, because that is between you, your body, and God, and your decisions, right? So you are all welcome here. If you love my spirit and my energy, and that's why that's what drew you here to stay here, you're welcome. Like I teach you how to cook good food. It's not about just good vegan food. It's all about the good food. All right. I'm not sure how I'm supposed to end this podcast. Am I supposed to say something about like, check my show notes? I don't know. I don't do this. I am just here chopping up with y'all and bringing y'all some of the best vegan food. No, scratch that. Bringing you some of the best food that you ever had. I'm Chef Joya. Make sure you check me out on all my social media platforms at Cooking with Joya or Chef Joya. You'll find me. Type it in Google. Google me. (laughs) All right. See y'all soon. Ciao. Thank you for listening to the Plant Girl Magic Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and tell a friend to tell a friend. Join our community over on Instagram at cookingwithjoya. And be sure to subscribe to YouTube, Say What is Vegan, for new recipe videos every month. Your questions are welcome, so leave me a comment or send me a DM. To shop my cookbooks and the best seasoned blends you ever had, visit ChefJoyousNest.com. Girl, just head on over to my show notes. All the links are there. I'll see you in the next episode, Joybirds.